This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The wonders of grace that a man could sleep without girl, impregnate sister, two sisters of the same parent in their father's house, destroy his own father's marriage, crush the father-in-law's uh, what's the name? Business. For when everybody he came in contact with, he fought God, he fought men, and yet God said, I have not found iniquity in Jacob. And I mark it in my Bible, alone, George. Deal with me on the same platter of favor. Amen. But I won't go into that this morning because today is the very last Sunday of the year. It's good for us to prepare for the coming year. Praise the Lord. And then try and just review the year 2014. Mistakes that were made and let's improve on it. Let's correct those anomaly. Now, I'm here today not because I have the time to be here, but because there are four forces that will make you relevance in the future. Number one is God. Number two is education, discovering a new thing in life. Number three is money. And number four is relationship. Praise the Lord. And so, just because of that relationship, I sacrificed everything I have today, and I have to be here as the Lord God liveth. Praise the Lord. Uh, just before second service, I will run somewhere, I will run somewhere, and still come back here for the second service. And God will help me in Jesus' name. Quickly, let's open our Bible to book of Exodus chapter 23. Exodus 23. I like reading the Bible, if you don't mind. I like reading the Bible and I like us reading together. Bible is sweet. Are we there? Exodus 23. I like us to read from verse number 20. Now we're going to be reading intermittently. So we understand. I'll read verse 20. Then you will read verse 21. I'll read 22. You'll read verse 23 until we get to the very, very last part of it. That is probably verse 33 of it. Praise the Lord. And when you are reading the scripture, please, I want to plead with you. Let the voice of your neighbor never overshadow your voice. The Bible says, shall come to pass. Whosoever shall do what? Call upon the name of the Lord. If you get his attention, God will definitely respond to you. So, let not the voice of your neighbor overshadow your voice. Praise the Lord. Now I read verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way. And to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Verse 21. I'd like you to take note of this the church in Hilton. If two people enter into the clinic, and one is telling the doctor, Doctor, man, you know, I have a pain here. And the other one is shouting, Ah! Ah! Well, I'm going to do with the doctor first. first. Huh? So if the voice of your neighbor overshadow your voice, God may answer him or her before you. So let's go back again, verse number 20. I want to read. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Verse 21. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, 
Then I will be an enemy unto the enemies and an adversary unto the adversaries. 23. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. 25. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in the land. The number of their days shall we fulfill. Verse 27. And I will send hornets before they which shall drive out the Hivat, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before the verse 29. By little and little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. Verse 31. shall make no covenant with them, nor with their gods. Verse 33. Father, we thank you because unto us is given to know the mystery of your kingdom. Open our understanding afresh to the scripture. Thank you, Father. Satan, you have no part to play in this meeting for we are born of God. The Bible says, whatsoever that is born of God overcometh the world. And so we overcome you by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimonies in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. God called out the Israelites. You know the story how they entered into the bondage of 400 years. Their father, just Abraham, was one evening sitting down somewhere. And God told him, make a sacrifice for me. He made the sacrifice, but while he was making that sacrifice, while he was in the church with God, the Bible says he dozed off for a moment. And the moment he dozed off, a strange bird came, a fowl came, and started devouring those sacrifices that was meant for God. You know the scripture, chapter 15, now Genesis. Now, when that power came and was devouring the sacrifice he has made unto God, the Bible says suddenly he woke up, and then he drove that very foul away. The moment he drove it away, God said, why did you do that? On that account, I'm going to send your children into bondage for 400 years. They will be in the land of bondage for 400 years. After 400 years, I'm going to release them. I'm going to bring them into a land where I have promised them. I'm going to showcase my glory upon them. But on account of what you have done, your children will pay for 400 years. And many are paying today for the iniquity they know not about. I don't want to go into that. That's a story for another day. That's a message for another day. Many are paying price of what they knew nothing about. Ezekiel chapter number 18 from verse 1 to 3 and 4. He said this 
very proverb must cease in Israel that the fathers are taking grapes and the children's teeth are what? Aching. But only those who understand that will take their place in God. I pray for you. Every generational cause reigning over any one of us by virtue of your presence in this church today, they are broken in the name of Jesus. And so God took them there while they were there. How God tried to bring them out. They couldn't come out at exactly 400 years. Why? They failed to remind God in the place of prayer. They said, whatever God has said, we do it, we do. Unknown to them, there was a prince of Persia that can keep a man longer than expected in bondage. They felt, well, God has said he's going to bless me. Therefore, he's going to bless me. And my village people say, so, in other words, you heard that a palm tree used to bring a palm wine. And then all you do was just to go and stand under the palm tree and say, Pammy, come down in Jesus' name. You will stay there for eternity. Why? Because you need to do certain things. And so because they failed to cry to God. In, in chapter number 3, book of Exodus chapter 3, the Bible confirmed to us that they were there. On one day, they began to cry. They said, this very bondage is overwhelming. We cannot stand this for too long. How dear God, how would God do this to us? Bible said they started groaning. And God came out and said, now I've heard your cry. I pray for somebody this morning. God will hear your voice in the name of Jesus. I said, God will hear your cry in the name of Jesus. And so God heard their cry. He came. Uh, the ten wonders of Israel, Egypt. You remember? How he came in with fly. How he turned water to blood. How he dealt with them with Ebola. How he dealt with them with all form of, you know, uh, dangerous diseases. Yet, the Israelites could not come out. Until God came by night. That's another message. There's a mystery about the night. The night controls the day. Most people who governs by day, go and check them. They don't sleep by night. That's a message for another day. Have you pondered about it? That every effort to capture Jesus Christ by day failed until they tried him by night. Have you pondered about this? That whenever God was creating, when during the creation in Genesis chapter 1, God will always give respect first to the night. He will stand in the evening before he talks about the morning. Have you pondered about this? That in First Kings chapter number 3 verse number 16, the Bible talks about a generation that sat before Solomon. Two ladies, remember them. And the Bible says, one, two of them were carrying children. The thief coming by night to steal one. You remember? One of them's child died instantly. But the second one also has changed a glorious future because our children are our future with the dead one. Only at night. So when God moved at night, the Bible confirmed to us that as the Lord God moved by night, the power of God set them free. They were free and God told them, I'm taking you into a place, taking you into a land. There's a future for you in the year 2015 that I have a grand plan for you, my son, my daughter. Listen to me, just follow me. So in chapter 23, book of Exodus, he brought them down and he said, let's wait. This is the last Sunday. 
in the year 2014. I'm about taking you into the year 2015. But please take note of this. I'm sending an angel before you. It will take you to a land. The land where presently the Hivatites are occupying it. The strangers of the earth, they are occupying the place. I don't know who is occupying the seat that you are eyeing. I pray for you today. God will establish you there in the name of Jesus. I said God will take you there in the name of Jesus. Take note of that chapter, the verses of the scripture where we have read. You will notice that every blessing that God pronounced over the Israelites was with a condition. He told them, he said, I'm taking you there. There's a power in your midst. There's a spirit in your midst. There's a power in your midst. There's an angel before you. That angel will make a way for you. But please take note of this. You must obey him because he will never forgive your sin. He told them, you read it. He said, he will not pardon your iniquity. Don't toy with him. He's a dangerous one. That's why the Bible says, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hand of the Lord. When God told the other man, called, uh, what's his name now? David. He said, I told you never to number the Israelites. Why did you number them? I'm going to deal with you. Choose one of these three. There will be famine in your land for seven years. Or the enemy will pursue you both in your dream and physically for three months. Or I will pass through your city for three days. Ah, he said, God, you are a merciful God. Abagba, you are there. He started hailing God. God said, I'm not joking. Choose one. He said, it's safer for me to fall into your hand. And God said, it's a fearful thing to fall into my hand. I'm going to deal with you. And God sent Ebola. And the Bible said, before 3 p.m., the half of the city were dead. People started running. They contacted the Ebola. The market they ran into, Ebola spread there. Before you know what was happening, God had crushed out of the city, out of the city before 3 p.m. And you know the rest of the story, how God told him to go into the compound of a man and make a sacrifice there. And that man wanted to give him all the material he needed. He told the man, he said, I will not sacrifice what will not cost me unto my God. I went somewhere this morning. So God told, God said, it's a fearful thing to fall against me. Don't fall against me on this matter. Hacking onto the voice of that angel that is before you. As we go into 2015, hacking onto the voice of your maker. Hacking onto the voice. Sit down with him every morning. Before you go out, ask him, Lord, direct my path today. Ask him, Lord, I can't do it on my own. Tell him that God, you woke me up this morning. It's not my alarm that woke me. Total dependence on the most high God. And I pray for you. In this coming year, you will never miss it in the name of Jesus. I say you will never miss it in the name of Jesus. You will never miss it in the name of Jesus. In verse 32, Exodus 23 verse 32. He told them specifically, he said, listen to me, my children. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor with their God. Be careful. These people you are going into, I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to do this and that. Or no account will you ever sit down with them and say, well, bro, I just make an agreement. He said, no. Because if you do that, I will be handicapped in fulfilling my part. Again, God appeared to them. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter number 7. 
book of Deuteronomy chapter 7, if we read from verse number 1, Bible says, when the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and hath cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Gigashites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. He said in verse 2, when and when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no what? No, he was saying it again. My children are pleading with you. This is the only thing that can hamper my plan for you in 2015. This is the only thing that can alter my agenda for you in 2015. That I have a plan for you. I have a plan for your destiny. All I want from you is my son, my daughter. Just look at me and then I will lift up your eyes. I will lift you up. I will do anything for you. I will surprise you beyond your imagination. But please, as you go, don't make covenant with them. He warned them. He promised them in verse number 17 of that same chapter 7. At all time you can read it, verse 17 to verse number, you know, 24. Another time again, he warned them in Exodus chapter 34. In Exodus 34, verse 11, let's go into it. Exodus 34, Exodus chapter number 34. Exodus chapter 34, in verse number 11. Observe thou which I commanded this day. Behold, I drive out before thee the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite. Take it to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with them, with the inhabitants of the land, without thou goest. Let it be for his near in the midst of thee. God is saying it again. You are going there, my son. Please don't make covenant with them. You know what? I will fight all your battle for you. They will rise up against you. There's no doubt. But you know what? They will not be able to stand before thee. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 5, he said, all the days of thy life, no man shall be able to stand before thee. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you, neither will I forsake you. I'm going somewhere this morning. God has a promise. He has an agenda for you and for I. I pray that that God's plan for us will never be aborted in the name of Jesus Christ. God has a plan. That's why in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he said, I know the plan. I know the thought I have towards you. There will be a lot of evil to give you a future. And what? An unexpected end. There is a place of glory. I have a commitment over you. You are born again, I've opened a new fire for you. You are my son, you are my daughter, I have an agenda for your destiny. I have an idea of how I want your future to look like. But only on one condition, don't go and make an agreement with the enemy of I, the most high. Don't! If you do that, I will deal with you. Look at what God said. Amen. At another time too, in Psalm number 33, verse 11. Psalm 33, verse 11. Computer, can you help me? Psalm 33, verse 11. Amen. If you are there before me, you can read. He said, the counsel of the Lord stand up forever. The thought of his heart to all generations. He has an agenda that is standing. 
But you know what? If you disobey him, look at the case of these people. I remember in the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Matthew 4 19, Matthew 4 1 9, I call it. Amen. He called Peter. You know, if you want to memorize scripture, you put it in your own way. Praise the Lord. He called Peter. He told himself, follow me. I will make you. He is the maker. He knows what to do for your destiny to do what? To rise. He knows it. He is the one that has the agenda of your destiny. He knows where to proclaim your potential. And you will hear your welcome onto your new level. He knows who to connect you with. He knows how to go about it. But when you say, well, that is his own. I have my own too. God knows I have, I have alternative. If God failed to do this, this is my alternative. Once you have an alternative, God will say, okay, go with the alternative. But my plan towards you, they are thought of what? Of peace and not of evil. In Joshua, let's read that one. I really want us to read the, the scripture. In Joshua chapter number 15. Joshua 15. We thought the promises of God over the destiny of these people. I will chase this people out for you. I will chase that one out for you. I will do this for you. I will do that for you. It's so pathetic in verse number 63. Joshua 15 verse 63. As for the Jebusite, hear this. The inhabitants of Jerusalem, the children of Judah could not drive them out. But the Jebusite dwell with the children of Judah at where? Jerusalem, or to what? It means anytime you open the scripture, is that this day. God said, the problem of Palestine, Gaza Strip, Israel fighting this and that, until this day started because they failed to obey me. I told them never to make a covenant with them. And since they failed to obey me, I decided to give them a reprobate mind. In Joshua chapter 1, chapter 9, verse 1 to 15, hear the story because of my time. In Joshua chapter 9, verse 1 to what? 15. The Bible says this Jebusite, these people, they heard how the Israelites were conquering the land. You know what they did? They said, okay, if we face the Israelites, the Israelites will defeat us. What do we do? The Bible says they went into the dark room. And they changed their clothes. They didn't all come out. What did they do? They disguised. They sent only three people to go and disguise. Bible says, rather than buying a fresh bread in Grand Square, they went for a bread in Karimu. That was with wood. That was, they tied it. They, I mean, they kept it at home for over a month. And mucus was even coming out of it. And the Bible says, they came. They came with a very wretched bottle. Their, their shoe was tattered. Their clothes was tattered. And they were moving. And when they got to the Israelis camp, ah, we want to see Pastor Joshua. He said, ah, Jesus said, no. Who are you? Stop there or we gun you down. He said, no, sir. Don't gun us down. We are carrying no arms. Let me tell you when temptation is coming. It doesn't come with any red alert. It comes with subtlety. He said, we are not carrying any gun. We just want to see him and say thank you to him. Our, we are just an ambassador from a far country. 
Bible says eventually they met with Joshua. When they met Joshua, Joshua asked them a question. Who are thou? Who are what? Who are thou? Ah, they said, we are your servants. We came from a far country. Then they started using word to appreciate Joshua. Let me share this with you. Take note of it. There are three keys that can unlock any heart, especially sisters. Especially who? Sisters. Three keys. Number one, appreciation. Number two, attention. Number three, affection. By virtue of my presence here now, I've known her name. Are we together? Once I see her now, and I needed anything from her, all I need to do is just to say, Sister Yinkus, God bless you. How are you doing? The first thing is she will return with the word, a smile. Fine. And then I will tell her, Oh, Stanka, you look gorgeous. <sighs> Thank you. And then I look at her and say, You have a pointed nose, and you know, you have a good set of teeth. Suddenly she will show it. <laughs> Thank you. Do you understand? And then she cannot stand up and abuse me. Why? I'm already using power of what? Appreciation to care. To lock her up. That was the wickedness we were doing when we were area boys in Lagos. Are we together? Once you see a lady and you like her, all you need is just her name. That's all. Hello, Shade. Praise the Lord. Amen. And then you pursue her. And when God wanted to punish me, he gave me two beautiful girls. So I bought dog in my house now. I told them, no brother from any Sunday school department comes. <laughs> Don't tell you what to go for. I will take you to where you go and pray. I'll take you to school. I'll take you to everywhere. Because I know the wickedness of the past years. Say you understand. And I just told her, you know, how are you, Shade? And before she talk, before she respond, amen. Once you know she's tough, all you need is, how are you, Shade? I've been told you are responsible and intelligent. How are you doing? That we key at it. Eh? Say it again. <laughs> are we together? So they were using just one out of the key. Brothers, be careful. Don't use it. Too. I'll bind the devil. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, take note of this. They were using power of appreciation. They were telling, yeah, you tenacely ask for a bachelor. Sure you understand. Yeah, forever you will be there. Forever you are. As they were saying it to Joshua, Joshua fell to their trick. The Bible says, can, can you help me go to verse 14? Computer. Joshua 15. Joshua 9. Verse 14. Look at what happens to Joshua. Joshua just mistakenly took the oath with them. He told them, Bible says, and the men took up their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. God was waiting for Joshua to just open his mouth and pray that, Father, who is this person that is appreciating me every day? You know, there are some dangerous, you know, brothers in the city of Abujana. You are married, a married sister. And she said, you just see in the morning, how are you doing? Good morning, auntie. You look good. So you thank you, Jared. And then I asked you, look at me. The guy is telling me I look good. And there is this old cargo I have at home who never said I look good. 
<laughs> and then the guy will pass again. Hi, auntie. Wow. I just want in town. He's after something. He's after what? After something. Then you see them appreciating you. Don't allow it to enter into your what? Into your head. Kulu, kulu. Bible said, and they ask not from the mouth of God. Verse 15. Computer. Ah. Verse 15. And Joshua made peace with who? With them. And made the league with them to let them live. And the prince of the congregation swear unto them. Meanwhile, God have told them. Never. That was why you remember. I don't want to labor you with that. You remember one day, the sons of Israel, of uh, uh, what's the name, in time of Saul, they killed just one of these people. Because they killed one, God himself, the covenant they made, that Joshua made with them, spoke immediately. That we will never kill you. That covenant did what? Spoke immediately. That, hmm, blood, blood. Why? Generations after came, they met them on earth, they met them in that place, and they felt, no, God have said this, we should not live around us, and they killed them. The moment they were killed, the Bible says, God wrought, rose against the city. In the time of David, David came and said, why is this problem in the land? Why? He called the prophet together, and they were praying. And the Bible said, they said, thus said the Lord, God, our forefather made the mistake of making covenant with these people. Now, because they killed one of them, the blood of that one is the one troubling the whole land. He said, therefore, what should we do? They said, just said, say the Lord, go to the house of those people and ask them, what do you want us to give to you? Go and say to them, because you are the one that broke the covenant. The Bible says, they went and said, please, we are sorry. We killed one of you so and so dead before now. What do we do to you to calm everything now? They said, well, give us 70 head of the sons of Saul. You remember you read it in the scripture. Book of Second Samuel. And in one day, young young guys with suit and everything, they were going to office and just arrested and beheaded. Why? Because their forefathers broke this covenant that Joshua entered into unknowingly. We are going into 2015. Be careful. Watch it. Don't just go into it. That, ah, man, come on, man. I'm going to celebrate it, man. I'm going to, ah, no, it's good. But realize it as well, auntie. Pray to it. She made a statement. She said, 52, this is the 52nd Sunday of this year. Is that true? If it's the 52nd Sunday of this year, also write it in your paper. I noted it immediately on my head. Now, okay, every week of the month, I mean, of the year 2015, I must do something about it. Every week, something good must happen. You don't just embrace the years. Ah, shortly, and they no, it's beyond that. God will answer us in the name of Jesus. Because he made a covenant with them. Number one, why did he make a covenant with them? When God have told them not to make a covenant. Number one, they were careless. So in this coming year, watch it what you do. Don't be careless about your matter. Don't be careless about it. Uh, nothing will happen, Gary. Let me just take a decision. No contact with God, no prayer. Set aside just an hour to pray. 
You remember, Jessica said the standard. He said he could not even wait with me for just an hour. In other words, if we wait on him for just one hour, something will happen. Lock up yourself. Does not necessarily mean you have to, you know, belabor yourself with fasting alone. No! Lock up yourself! Many are in the marriage today that they are weeping seriously, yet they could not tell anybody. Because they made a covenant. Say, my only Larry, my fair child. And then the guy is toasting you. Come on, man. Oh my God. Oh my God. What you don't know is that the trouser was where the parventure he borrowed it. The day I went to toast, I won't tell you much. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The trouser was Pastor Yobami's trouser. The shoe was Femi Lagos' shoe. And I went. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and I went to her house. 5.30 in the morning. Because marriage business is a serious business. <laughs> Why do I go in the morning? You know the best of a woman. Not in the night or by day. At the early hour. When she just woke up. And you see that beauty, that natural air. And then the second thing you must ask for is the picture of her grandma. Because that's the future you are marrying. You won't understand. Praise the Lord. Mom, is that true? Are we together? They were careless. They were what? They were careless. Number two, they failed to pray. They failed. You know what the Bible says? And they, and, they, they, and they did not ask counsel from the mouth of God. And that was the end. They failed to do what? To pray. All that glitters. Yeah. Wow. Come on, man. Come on, man. <coughs> I was in Paradise Island two years ago in Bahamas. Let me just pray. It is well with us in Jesus' name. Please always pray. Always what? Always pray. Pray. Your prayer means, God, I depend on you. That's all. Your prayer shows your weakness before God. And you are embracing the strength of his strength. But when you say, come on, man. I'm going to do it. I know what I'm doing. It's my life. Until you have no life. It's not your life. The life belongs to him. Because one day, he will ask for it. It's my body. Ah! Bible says our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Our body is the what? The temple. That's where the Holy Ghost resides. You want to know his address? It's your body. It's my body. Let us not, out of desperation, man, I need money in that year. I must grab it. No, pray about it. Money that will take you to jail will never come your way. Money that will rubbish your destiny will never come your way. And I pray this prayer for you too. That friends that will rubbish your destiny, may you never meet them in the name of Jesus. And if you are in relationship with them, may God scatter it for you in the name of Jesus. Now they forgot God. And lastly, they made covenant through food. Through what? Through food. They made a covenant. What was the consequence of a broken, you know, this thing with God? Just let me open that scripture and we'll close. Book of Judges chapter 2. Judges chapter 2. 
Judges chapter 2 verse 1. I'll read it and then we close. And an angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I made you to go up out of Egypt and I brought you and brought you into the land which I swear to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. Is that in your Bible? Verse 2, computer. And ye shall make no what? League with the inhabitants of this land. Ye shall throw down their altars. But you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Verse 3. Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you. But they shall be as a thorn in your side. God. And their God shall be as near unto you. Verse 4. And it came to pass. When the angel of the Lord spoke these words unto all the children of Israel, that the people lifted up their voice. And they were, but it was too late. It was too what? It was too late. The year is close by. 2015 with great promises. Many new destiny will be affected. From the primaries of the election we saw, you will realize that many seats are vacant already. Because most of the current legislators are not coming back. Do you understand? From the primaries. In other words, New glory, new ideas, new favor. But eventually, one of our uncle, I do pray the prayer that God make me a pastor to governors, president, So I pray, I always beg him, God, let my friend become minister. And further, I said, do cancel. But I remember when somebody I knew became a minister. In this nation. I was getting free tickets. Anywhere I go. Aviation minister. Anywhere I go. Free ticket. Israel. First class. No business class. First class. Uh, this one. First class. I was going. Just got to the airport. My name is so-so and so. They check their record. Okay. Where are you going, sir? So where? Over <laughs> Just to go and see my mom in Lagos. For no reason, I was flying. Not considering the risk. Of brain crash. No. Just one person may bring the glory. That's the point. And I pray for you. People that matters, God will bring you together in the name of Jesus. Shall we rise on our feet? But this you must know. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.